Everybody, I'm so glad to be with you today. This is, for me, an amazing time to be alive. Uh, the Lord has given us uh, His Word, and His Word is so comforting, regardless of what situation we're in. We know that we are now experiencing uh, this pandemic, uh, and it's uh, devastating the whole world. But we have been forewarned. As a matter of fact, the Bible teaches us uh, that Jesus forewarned His disciples of things that were about to happen or, or that would happen when he left and uh, he was letting them know that he was in charge of everything so uh, those of us who are of faith we know that we have been forewarned I'd like to say that the person who is forewarned is forearmed I want to comfort you because this devastating pandemic is causing uh, havoc wreaking havoc everywhere and uh, I don't want you to be negatively affected by it. I want you to be aware of it, but not respond in fear. Uh, the scripture teaches us in Matthew chapter 28, uh, verses 18 through 20, Jesus is speaking. He says, um, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Very comforting words, especially to those of us who believe. He said to his disciples, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And what Jesus has done uh, in these words is he has included good times and bad times. So it doesn't mean that Jesus is with us uh, in the good times and we don't know where he went in the bad times. So I would like to just encourage you because I don't want you uh, acting as, as uh, others will act who don't have the hope that we have being frantic in this particular situation. Uh, we know that you, we don't have uh, services in our church building uh, tonight and churches all over the nation are doing the same. No, we have not been deceived by the enemy, and we should not uh, barge ahead and do whatever we want to do. Of course, we follow the Holy Spirit, and we want you to follow the Holy Spirit, but we don't individually always follow the Holy Spirit. There's a time for that, but there's a time when we collectively do that. There's a time when we must trust our leadership, and uh, myself and the elders have uh, agreed that we are going to uh, cooperate so that we don't cause problems or even appear to our neighbors as being defiant against authority. God has instituted this authority. And uh, so I want you to know that Jesus is with you. You know that, but I want you to act it out from the inside. Uh, I've always said to you uh, in our congregation, what a person is uh, in crisis is what that person really is, or who you are in crisis is who you really are. So crisis do not uh, make the person. Crisis reveal uh, the person. So you are not made in crisis, you are revealed in crisis. So what you have been, what you have been uh, incorporating into your life is who you will really be. So we must know that Jesus is with us always. So that means Jesus can never leave us and he can never forsake us. How does that work? It works because Jesus now has given us, the believer, his own spirit. 
and his spirit is an overcoming spirit. It is the spirit that uh, was resurrected from the grave. That body was resurrected from the grave. So the spirit of the resurrected man lives in us, which means that absolutely nothing uh, can defeat the believer. Uh, you are uh, more than a, a conqueror. You are an overcomer uh, through Jesus Christ. Paul t tells Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, he says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and self-control. So that means that we do not react, we respond. We don't react to pandemics or any other thing. We respond to them. We respond to them based on the fact that Jesus has promised he would never leave us, he would never forsake us, that he would be with us. So he will be with us in trouble. So it's amazing that God does not always shield the believer from trouble. He shields us through trouble. So that means that you and I will go through things that our unsaved neighbors go through, but we have a, a protective shield that is the spirit of the risen Christ. I want you to know that. I want you to feel that. And uh, I don't want you to panic. Uh, and those uh, believers who have not been internalizing the Word of God, incorporating the Word of God in their lives, will panic. Now, we're not going to throw you away if you panic. We're not going to condemn you. We're not going to ostracize you, take, set you aside. But what we will do is we will uh, embrace you and continue to teach and love you. I, I would like to say these are interesting times. They're challenging times for, for us. But uh, in the fellowship, we have been dealing with difficulties for quite a while. Uh, you, as you know, we have been traveling the world for some time now, many years. Actually, this is our 32nd year of traveling the world. And uh, we have found many dangers throughout the world, uh, some as dangerous as this pandemic or maybe even more so. Uh, because we've been to places where our Christian brothers were murdered before we got there. And uh, a, a couple of days after we left several times places, uh, brothers were murdered because uh, the enemy hates what we do. So don't be surprised when you go through difficulty. And uh, I want you, when things get better, I want you to be also better. I want you to yield yourself yourselves to the Holy Spirit, yield yourselves to the teaching of the Word of God, and uh, just embrace whatever God does in your life. Now, I want to read a scripture to you that I think is very uh, powerful and, and informative. It's from Jeremiah chapter 12, uh, verse 5. Uh, this is the word of the Lord to Jeremiah, and thusly, it is the word of God to us, to you, to me. He says, if you have run with the footmen, and they have wearied you, then how can you contend with horses? And if in the land of peace in which you trusted, they wearied you, how will you do in the flood plain of the Jordan? And so what the Lord is saying to Jeremiah here is that if you were running a foot race, but you could not compete with people on, on foot, how could you deal with horses. And what he's talking about is trouble times. That is when uh, things are, are going in, in a normal direction, we ought to be fortified so that and strengthened so that when difficulties come, we're more than able. And so he made a comparison. If you can't run with footmen, uh, then how can you contend with horses? Absolutely, you can't do that. So that means if things are going well and you're, you're having all kinds of trouble, when things get difficult, 
you're going to have double, triple, or quadruple trouble. So what we want to do is, is recognize what God has done for us and, and uh, not forsake the assembling of ourselves together in these normal times because there will be times like today when we have to, for safety's sake, uh, not be together. But we are still together in spirit. Now, and he says to them, if in the land of peace in which you trusted, uh, they wearied you, then how will you do in the floodplain plain of the Jordan? And what he meant, meant was that around the Jordan River, there was a lot of thicket, and you did not have freedom of movement. So he's saying, if you just couldn't handle a wonderful uh, life um, when everything was simple and, and uncomplicated, what will you do when it gets complicated, when it gets difficult? And so I, I want to encourage you because we're going to be all right. And you're going to be all right. So if Jeremiah could trust in God only in times of peace, he would never be able to trust God or manage uh, when things got tough. Now, what I want to do is just uh, read a, a, a scripture to you and maybe expound a little bit on, on it. It's a, a wonderful, wonderful psalm, uh, Psalm 91. Uh, and uh, before I read this Psalm 91, these 16 verses, um, I want to just say to you that uh, let's just trust God together. And if you have any difficulty uh, during these times of, of this pandemic, maybe neighbors are getting sick or friends are getting sick, and perhaps some of them are dying, we need to be in touch with each other. You can call the church office. You can call me, those of you who have my number, or one of the elders or one of the, the pastors on staff or any of our friends. Let's call them and, and talk with them. We, we'll talk you through it, and we'll get through all of this together. I love what David t tells us in Psalm 91. He talks about safety of abiding in the presence of God. So you and I uh, always have access to God. We have access to God. Uh, it's not as though God is in another room and then we have to go into the other room. The, the Lord lives inside of us. So, so God lives in the believer. And he is living in you right now. So you have access to God and God has access to you. Uh, let's read in the psalm, and these are very, very comforting words. He says, Psalm 91, verse 1, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And what he is saying to you is that you live under God's protection. Even during pandemics, you live under God's protection. All right? And verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord. The psalmist is saying, I will say of the Lord. So this is what you must do. You must be intentional and say of the Lord. As the psalmist says, he is my refuge and my fortress. He is the place of safety. He is the place where I abide. He is the place where I find help from the stresses of this life. So he is my refuge. He is my fortress. My God in him I will trust. So then, that means that you and I must always put our trust, our confidence, and our faith, faith in Jesus, always, regardless of what happens. It's not like at some juncture you say, well, uh, I, uh, I, I put my faith in God, but, but uh, uh, I've got to use my head. You know, that, that's an abandonment of faith. So you have abandoned faith when you do that. You know, a number of years ago, Several believers came to me in a desperate situation, and uh, this has happened multiple times, and they would say, well, Pastor, all I can do now is pray. Oh, no. 
Prayer is the most effective thing you can do. It's not the last resort. It is the first thing. It is the most effective thing you, you can do is pray. Because Jesus teaches us that we ought to always pray and never lose heart. Isn't that amazing? That we ought to always pray and never lose heart. Now, if you don't pray in the good times, you're probably frantic in the bad times. But we can still help you through the bad times. Remember, what you are in crisis is what you really are. And we must face that. If we are panicking now because we're going to now use our own resources rather than the resource or the source of God, that is Jesus Christ, who is the source of every blessing for all of us and the solution to every problem, the supply of every need, the answer to every one of our questions. So we want to make sure that we always resort to the Lord. Now, this is what the psalmist says, in him I will trust. So be intentional about it. Uh, be emphatic about it. Be, emphasize it. I will trust in the Lord at all times. You know? Not just in good times or when I think I can manage it even if the Lord didn't show up. No, we should not live that way. Listen at, at verse 3. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. So he said, the psalmist is saying, don't worry about it. The enemy is like a, a, a person that catches birds. He says, he's always uh, setting some trap for you. He says, he will deliver you. And so that's not, uh, as we would say, precarious or uncertain, but that means that he definitely will deliver you. And, and the psalmist is one who says, I was once young, now I'm old, yet I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging bread. So what he's saying is, you and I have experience with God. Some of us have a little experience, some of us have great experience. We have great experience with God. And we, we say, as the psalmist, he will uh, deliver you from the snare, the trap of the fowler, and from the perilous pestilence. We have a terrible pestilence going on throughout the whole world. I've never seen it in my lifetime. Of all of these decades I've lived on the earth, more than seven decades, and I've never seen it to this degree. But he says, the psalmist promises us that he shall deliver us from the perilous pe pestilence. Four, verse 4, he shall cover you with his feathers. And he's using that uh, imagery as a, as a chicken, like a mother hen protecting her chicks. He says he will... Uh, he shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. So he wants you, you to know that God himself, the Lord, is your hiding place. Wow, that, that's, that's good. And so take courage today. No matter what's going on, take courage. And don't have that yes, but attitude. You know, like, uh, yes, I know pastor's saying that, but. No, pastor's saying that yes and amen. All right, that's how I want you to respond. He says, his truth shall be your shield and buckler. So your shield is a great shield that covers your, your, your body, and your buckler is something that covers you as a shield on your arm. He says, his truth shall be that for you. So the truth of God is your protection, and so every word of God is truth, all right? Every word of God is truth. Now, the psalmist then concludes, because God is your hiding place, you shall abide with under his uh, uh, the shadow of the Lord. He is your refuge. He is your fortress. Um, he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. He shall deliver you from the perilous pestilence. He was going to cover you with his feathers. Under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth is also there for you, and they shall be your shield and buckler. He says, you shall not be afraid. 
Wow. Wow, isn't that good? You shall not be afraid of the terror by night. So night is just like the day to God. God sees as well at, at night as he does in the day. So it's not like night is an obstacle to God. So he says, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the error that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. Wow, a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Wow, isn't that wonderful? That is an amazing blessing. Now, I didn't read all of the psalm. You go ahead and read all of the psalm there with your family. But I want to pray for you and know that we love you and we're always praying for you, always praying for you. You say, well, you don't know my name, maybe, Pastor. Well, it doesn't matter. I pray for every member of this fellowship. And I even pray for your extended family. I want your extended family to be blessed. I want all of your friends, all of your loved ones to be saved. And so let us pray now. Bow with me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for everyone who is watching, who is listening to this message today. I ask you to bless them in your great and powerful name. Deliver them from fear. Cause them to never be afraid. Cause them to look at this pandemic, stare it in the eye, and say, the Lord is my refuge. He is my fortress. He is, his truth is my shield and my buckler. I pray in Jesus' name that you would bless them in every regard. And I thank you, God. In Jesus' name again, I pray. Amen. Amen. May God bless you and be with you until the next time.